What is going on, world? Episode 7 of the Mo Money, Mo Problems podcast. This guest that I have in front of me is hilarious. I met this dude through Twitter because he had the funniest statuses ever and Facebook statuses. And we actually were working together. And here he is, Mr. Sir Stafford. What's going on, Mo? How you doing, bro? Man, <laughs> it was a process getting you in the building. We had to reach there like three times. Big flake. Big flake. You said good anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm known for. Good flake. Real good flake. How you been, man? Everything good? Yeah, man. Everything been good. I've just been chilling, trying to stay out of trouble, uh, trying not to drink too much. Staying out the drunk tank? <laughs> you know how to get. Just trying to, stay, just trying to stay out that court building. My man, let's start how how we uh, met. So I remember seeing you. You were hilarious, dog. Like I, I would see like your tweets like get retweeted. I'm like, who is this Stafford guy? And then I remember working at Best Buy one time. You were there buying the and Chargers. I came in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that shit, bro. You was geek. You was, you was cheesy. Like, he was like, bro, you stab. You stab. I know you, bro. You stab. <laughs> I'm fa- I fanboyed out. <laughs> What'd you feel like though when I said that? Nah, it's all, bro, it happens to me, it, it, ha- it used to happen to me all the time, like, especially when I used to really say reckless shit on oh, social media, man. but, you know what I'm saying, then my mom started getting on Facebook and started jumping on all my comments, like, don't cases. say that, <laughs> so I had to, you know, kind of mellow it down a little bit, I'm still funny, but I try to keep it somewhat PG-13 rated. I feel, I mean, you be calling people factory rats and shit, but yeah. we gonna put that... <laughs> We go put that at the back border, so it was the best of times. It was the worst, you know. Bro, low key, we still use your slogan at Best Buy. Um, for those who don't know, uh, staff slogan is uh, slow feet don't eat. So, what that means, like, if you ain't moving, you ain't getting the customers, you ain't getting that bread. And uh, we still use that to this day at Best Buy, so yeah, I used to, I used to love saying that shit too, only because like my boss. They used to just get so irritated when I worked in Okemos that I could just show up 15 minutes late, hungover, and still outsell everybody. Bro, you I, was number one. Yeah, almost every month up until I uh, switched to Jackson. I used to go crazy. MacBook, shout out to Apple. Good Apple. But uh, no, like Staff, uh, he actually had like his picture like up on walls. Though, and he ain't bullshitting because I had to pull his car facts. I was like, eh, this boy ain't doing nothing. <laughs> But uh, when we started working together, man, that was hilarious. We got all the fraud customers. We passed off sales to each other. And they was on our ass, bro. That was probably the biggest thing with Best Buy. Like, I feel like they would still have the success they would have if they just kind of let us chill. Like, I feel it. More than likely, if someone comes into Best Buy, they need something. You Period. know what I'm saying? I don't think people go in there too much anymore just to, like, browse or whatever. Right. But they used to be on our ass. They probably still (laughs) on our ass to this day. I feel it. I feel it. So uh, working from Best Buy, then uh, you went to Metro. And then shout out to Metro. <laughs> Good joke there. So you was uh that was your store basically, right? You were the ASM there? Yeah, Mo was uh Mo, she shout out to Mo. She'd been there for a minute. She'd been running that joint for a while. It was kind of hard when I first started working there because they was treat me like the terrible barber, you know, like when oh, you go to the barber first shop, one, you got yeah, you yeah, get yeah, all yeah. the cuts. <laughs> yeah, that's how it was when I first started working there. Like everybody's like, nah, I'm good on you, bro. Like, <laughs> maybe next time. Like, it would be people, like, that'll walk in and be like, Mo ain't here? And I'd be like, no. Nah. And they'd be like, all right, I'll come back tomorrow. What about but the first of the month? First of the month, though, bang. Like, you ain't, you don't really get to choose who you, you know, who you working with because the line used to go crazy. Like, we, I, I used to run it up at Metro. Metro was straight. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, when I walked in, you'd be, you'd be doing some hot shit. You'd be smoking cigarettes yeah, in the bathroom. It was, <laughs> it was just like a real change of pace, man. Like, 
I went from, you know, Best Buy where like, you know, you kind of, you got to be on your you gotta shit. got to be civil. Like, yeah. You got to be civil, you know? Right. When I got to Metro. Rat. Shit. <laughs> if, if you was disrespecting the set, you had to go. I had, you know, I got to toss people. You know, I got to talk crazy to them. You know, you talk crazy to me. I'm going to talk crazy to you. That was probably the hardest transition as far as me going from Best Buy to Metro to RX Optical. Like, it was a total change. Like, I had to change. Total 180. Total 180. Like, I had to change the way I talked to people. I couldn't, you know, laugh when somebody was trying to snap on me. Like, you know, it was just... (laughs) It's just certain guidelines that just are not the same, which Bro. I still kind of miss, but, you know, it's I all good. It. You got to tell me about the story that you put hands on this customer and you released the video. Bro, <laughs> cuz was being so disrespectful. And it wasn't even me, bro. Like, I just, you know, you know certain people. Like, this dude is one of them guys that, you know, to let me talk to the manager, motherfucker. Uh, like, if I got a reason, if I can complain, I'm a complain. One of those guys. Oh, man. So he was just, he was really talking crazy to my coworker the whole time. And, and I'm you in stepped the, in. Yeah, and I'm in the back just listening and you know he's basically just beating a dead horse and i'm like you know we could either i could just sit here and let this guy just bitch and complain for like five ten minutes or i could just tell him shut the fuck up like bro (laughs) we've done everything we could do for you you know your phone will be here when it'll be here and ultimately it was your fault that your shit is fucked up so i was like bro you you either gotta you know play by the rules or you gotta go and uh, he started walking up to me, you know, talking crazy to me. And, you know, I usually, you know, I give you about five foot radius. You know, you cross that line. <laughs> ain't no coming back from that. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I told cross him. I told him, bro, like, you cross that line, shit is going to end bad for you. And he most certainly did it. I don't know. I don't but know. how did it work, though? Like, you had the phone in one hand, then you pushed him with the other? Like, like. <laughs> you know, once once he hit the ground, I was like, he ain't he he ain't ready for me. Like I can <laughs> most certainly power. I can most certainly snap this and put this man to sleep at the same time. Right. But I mean he wasn't no, you know, spring chicken. He was, you know, he was a little taller than me, you know, bigger dude, but clearly had a drug problem. Oh. But uh that's you know, that's neither here or there. Right, right. But uh yeah, I think he was just having one of those days, you know. Felt froggy. Cuz wasn't texting him back. <laughs> <laughs> he that 30 back, cat. That is hilarious, man. But so. that's but that that goes back to like you know Metro being like one of the best places I ever worked because I called my boss and I was like you know I know you're gonna see it on the cameras but I just gotta let you know I just I just put what was his reaction ass. to that? You know what he said he is like uh, he's like next time you know try to try to keep it cool but he's like <laughs> if corporate calls or anybody calls. You were in fear for your life. <laughs> <laughs> he was reaching for that's, some in his that's shorts. The story we go go with. And you know it. That was a dog ass plan. I like that. And you know it kind of made me respect him more. Yeah, I mean he kind of pulled it out from the SOP. Like you were feeling for your life. Yeah, like, and I mean I told him like if you watch the tape, you gonna see I was chill. I was really chill. I was talking really calm, and he wouldn't smoke that day. Oh man, I mean you, you showed him how it was working, but uh, so. Let's talk a little bit about this. So in high school, you went to J High. What year did you graduate again? I graduated in 08. Oh, Shout right. out to 08. One of the best classes ever come out. Bro, of yeah, I used to go crazy. We I used to go crazy. And a lot of people, a lot of people try that rah-rah shit, like 07 or whatever, whatever. But really, after shit, after 09, man, it was kind of a wrap. I don't want to do you like that. Right, bro. right. I know I'm saying 08, <laughs> 09, and 010. I mean, 11 was straight, but 12 was fun too. But after that, it just went downhill. Yeah, and I don't, and I don't really, you know, I don't rock with the young crowd too much. Like, uh, I don't really, <laughs> I don't really know a lot of them people that came after me. But 08 was the truth. 
What was your favorite uh, year in uh, high school? Like your freshman, sophomore, junior, senior? Uh, junior year was probably my favorite. That was when everyone, you know, pretty much was getting their licenses and everybody, well, they was getting their cars, you know. Right. Like, all my friends was getting their cars. We was going to parties. You know, parents out of town, come fuck my house up, guys. Go crazy, and no we, curfew. Yeah, we was there. Uh my mom is probably going to be pissed when she hears this. <laughs> Let it out. I was supposed to be at Grundy's. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, she's probably thinking, like, this motherfucker. But I love you, mom, if you're watching this. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, so you and Zaggy uh, had these factory parties, or y'all went to the factory? Uh, well, Zach, Zaggy, because, yeah, Zaggy used to throw the factory parties. I just so I just used to show up to them. Facilitate. Yeah, facilitate, make sure everything, because you... In the back part of that factory, it was dark as hell. Anybody ever been to them factory parties, they know. Like, uh, you really needed, like, a guide through that bitch with mm. flashlights because it was all dark. And then when you got to the office part, right. you know, that's where we was doing the beer pong and, you know, drinking and doing whatever. Going crazy. Going crazy. We, we, was, we was young and bad as hell, man, now yeah. that I'm thinking about it. What was the funniest thing that happened at, the, at one of those parties? Uh, craziest thing that probably happened was when the cops showed up. <laughs> and I want to say they had showed up a few times, but they had never entered that bitch. But one night, you know, the boys came through. Like, everybody was scattering. Roaches, boy. I'm telling <laughs> you, we was out of there. Because, you know, we didn't nobody want no MIPs. Like, back then, you know, you 16, 17, you ain't got no job. You about to get no. hit with this little fine. You're going to be in some trouble. Hell but, yeah. yeah, they actually, uh, I was a little bit older, like, than Zaggy, so... When the factories really started to like bang, like uh, I was living up in Kazu, but I had came down there, and uh, the cops, you know, I'm being rude as fuck to them. They asking me my first name. I'm giving them all wrong information and shit. So they like, okay, you want to be, you want to be a smart ass. Come, come sit in the back of the car. Come to find out, bro, I got warrants. <laughs> they um, like, oh, Mr. Shit Talker. Yeah, we we definitely. We got your ass. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck. We got to go to Grand Rapids, nigga. We take you. Oh, man. But, uh, but no, nah, they, they showed me some love. They waited like 30 minutes. They didn't hear back from KZU. And they was like, all right, motherfucker. You know, let we you just going to let you off with a warning. But they did give me that fine for uh, giving false information to a cop. You know, what did you say? You had a fake name or something? Oh, bro, gave him gave him the fake everything. Uh, you know, like when what I name did you give him? Uh, when when I go on like vacation and shit, like you know, I be telling people my name Desmond. That that was my <laughs> you, name. You, you I used like to be Desmond. Desmond, but yeah, I used to do I used to do so much dumb shit, bro. As far as like giving people fake names oh, and shit. Man. Trust me, bro. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it cost me three thousand dollars to be another nigga one night. Oh <laughs> that's man, all that's all I'm saying. Talk I three bet bands. you was sick when that bill came oh, in, bro. Sick as fuck. And they wasn't playing with me. Like, if I was missing a payment, I was going to jail. Like, oh, they, damn. Yeah, they was not, they don't, they do not fuck around. Like, this was up in East Lansing. Like, this, yeah. Yeah, they don't fuck It got around. real tight for you, boy. Right, so you lived in East Lansing and, and the zoo, right? Yeah, East Bro, Lansing, Kalamazoo. <laughs> Kalamazoo was dope, though. Shout out to all my boys up there, too. Like, the niggas always take care of me when I go back up there, like, for my job and everything. But yeah, Cal- oh, you gotta tell me about the story that you defended Palmer from that one dude uh, <laughs> in the zoo. <laughs> yeah, I can tell that story, man. That story is straight. But uh, what happened was, I believe Palmer was throwing a party. It was his birthday, something. We didn't, we didn't really need a reason. It was right, just right. a party. But um, I was at that party, and you know, I was you know politicking, chopping it up with everybody, and um, I had to skate for a little bit. 
I had took off for like maybe 25, 30 minutes. Desmond know? out here skating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to go take care of something. But uh, when I was walking back, though, I, uh, I'm approaching the party, and I see this guy on the porch just ripping off the wood to the porch. Like, I'm just, he's like, you know, big dry, boy. drywall Kyle. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> going crazy on this. So at that moment, I'm like, okay, this guy obviously is not invited here. Like, you know, nobody knows who this guy is because right. he's destroying he's Palmer's porch. But, you know, it's kind of crazy, too, because with Palmer, you know, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, you never know. But I immediately, like, you know, instincts kicked in i walk up to my man and i just floor him like i put him to sleep like right on the porch world star yeah and what i didn't know was he was with another bigger white dude whoa and that dude i'm gonna just call him brutus we just gonna say his name is brutus but uh that dude saw me floor his boy and he immediately wanted to smoke and that particular night i was pretty i was fucked you up. was off the head yeah like i had i had to smoke for cuz but <laughs> but but bro <laughs> Brutus, <laughs> I ain't never gonna run, but I wasn't, I wasn't really ready for that. Right. So he come up, you know, we get the tussling and shit. I grabbed him, like yeah. you're not about to punch me. Right. <laughs> I immediately grabbed him, and then you know, people see me now. You know, the party, like everybody sees. Right. Me, what's like, going okay. on outside? Yeah, yeah. What's going on outside? So they immediately jump in, like broke you know, it up. Broke Thank it God, up, got it together. Yeah, they got him, and then immediately he knew, like, okay, this is a city function like these people will all know each other because you know in Kalamazoo, city boy summer yeah like uh like on campuses you know you 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 think everyone's random at these parties right. but jackson rolls deep man i'm telling you like when it comes to like big big parties like in out of town campuses like they'll come 20 30 deep like that's, that's how it used to be in east lansing too like they they will definitely travel to get fucked up like that. fuck the mip fuck the duis it's <laughs> <laughs> it. a good we time going. good instagram pics we, we out here yeah you have anything funny like that happen in east lansing Nah, East Lansing, everybody was a little more chill. Like, K-Zoo, man, them locals, they just, I don't know what the fuck. Is that you some of them People get tear gassed out there? Like, oh, yeah, they like, to, they, they like to fuck shit up. Like, that's what I would say about <laughs> East Lansing. Like, it ain't really no, like, rah-rah shit, but it's right, just, right. we getting fucked up. We might burn a couch or five, you know? Just because. The cops will take care of it. Right, right. You know, yeah. fire extinguisher that shit. Do. But that that shit was live though. Being being there, like it's it's different when you're there because right, you're just right. like, damn, these motherfuckers are smart, but ain't got no home training. <laughs> what is <laughs> the fuck is going on here? <laughs> but nah, sometimes you just got to get that shit out your system. I feel. It. I mean, no, like I mean, if you've been like under your parents' supervision for so long, and you got to be home at a certain time, you might just ha- want to look for the outlet to unleash. Not that that's an excuse, but I think that. Might be what's going on. I mean, if you yeah, see me at the foundry, that's what I'm doing. Like, I got a yeah, curfew. Adults. The name of the game is just stay out of jail. Like, yes. Stay out the drunk that's tank. The name of the game. Do whatever you want to do. Just don't get caught. Don't go to jail. I had to save your ass a couple of times. Man, you ain't the only friend. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, but shout out to all the people that did ever take care of me because it was a time for like three years where. I just could not stay out of trouble. Like, Man. I don't know what the fuck was going on, bro. I just, every time, I'm just nut. ticket, ticket, ticket. And you got to pay your tickets. That's one mm. biggest life lesson. Pay your damn pay tickets. Pay the ticket. But, but you got to tell me about the story, though, with Big Rob. Oh, <laughs> that was the most Big recent. <laughs> Big Rob is a motherfucker, bro. Everybody, everybody knows. He if Brutus. You know, yeah, if you know Big Rob, you know Big Rob like to talk his shit. And it was just one night we was downtown chilling and 
Big Rob was just, he was on it. Like, he was on my ass the whole time. Like, roasting you. Bro, on my ass. I'm like, damn, what did, what the fuck did I do this? Like, <laughs> what was he saying, though, that really got underneath your skin? Like, Bro, it just, it wasn't really so much what he was saying. It was kind of just, like, how he was approaching me when mm. he was saying it. It was like, bro, like, I'm... Like, I'm pretty good at gauging people. Like, I'm like, is this man trying me right now? Like, <laughs> is he testing me? Is he checking my temperature? What's going on? But, you know, you get a, you you drink enough vodka and, you know, you drink enough vodka. Jokes don't, they not funny no more. You right, know right, 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 right. I'm taking this shit as disrespect now. So we in Chilangos. I just want my burrito. That's all I want. You know, I'm drunk as fuck. I'm just trying to, you know, make it, make good it, burrito. make it home. Yeah. They got roaches in there. You know that, right? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I usually go hit me with that bomb, bro. And I be getting the biggest burritos too. Be like oh, three, four motherfucking roaches in my shit, bro. My fault. So anyway, you I'm you still there. slide on them niggas when I'm yeah. trying. <laughs> so anyway, you're doing you. Telongos. What's but happening? yeah, that was a uh, that was really where that was really where it went down. Like I just snapped on him. Like I just I went in on Rob, but he he's still my nigga. Like if I ever see him, you know, I still tell him like you know, fuck you, Rob. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sh- shit like that. Like it's it's all love, but. It's just, you know, we all men at a certain point, you know, that he he ha ha shit, you know, sometimes that shit ain't funny. That's all. And I'm a pretty chill dude for the most right, part. Right, right, you know, for the everybody most know. Part. I, I yeah. I'll laugh with you for a little bit, but if I don't really rock with you, rock with you. Yeah. Some, some, of, that shit, go some of that shit just gonna fly. No, I think the first time I went out with you was me, you and uh Josh Lowe. And we were at the chase, and you was on a nut, bro. I was like, where is this man going? And I lost you like three times. Then out of nowhere, you just went and you slapped this random dude. I'm like, why are you smacking people? Nah, no, he was out of pocket. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why'd you have to smack him, go? Sometimes people do be out of pocket. And usually those nights, I never really remember the dialogue. I usually just, you know, kind of rely on my friends to, you know, narrate the, the story one. the next day. Like, yeah, bro, like, what the fuck happened? Like, yes. like and, and usually it's like that. Like, somebody says something out of pocket. But like I said, I don't, I can't speak on that because I don't, I don't really right. remember what I transpired. just see you smack somebody with the McGregor left. I and like, I don't know what it is with the open hand slap, but man, the open hand slap brings more satisfaction than any type of assault, in my opinion. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just... I, I I done knock niggas out. I done punch niggas plenty of times. But a uh, open hand smack, I feel like it's just like it just it's like a sprinkle more disrespect. Like <laughs> like, bitch. like you know you get punched. Like damn, like this dude punched me last night. But if you telling your boys like this nigga this nigga smacked the you a shit bitch. out of me last night, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. if you want to showcase that Yardables is coming up. Yeah, that Yardable shit. That shit is crazy. Bro, me and you were the commentators. That was so much fun, bro. Yeah, shout out to Allen, too, because, man, it's getting bigger and bigger every year, bro. Yeah, it it definitely got nutty. Uh, Shout out to Travis Morehouse, too, the mayor of the chase. Mayor of the chase. He's throwing him fangs, boy. (laughs) Darius thought he was about to get in there and get him a a smooth dub. (laughs) (laughs) What was your favorite uh, fight from the card? Ah, uh, my favorite fight. When it when it comes to hypeness, uh, little scrapping them. That I yes. I like that shit. That shit have my adrenaline going. Besides like, the end, yeah, that was that. Hype. But but yeah, they they did their thing. They definitely did their thing because them niggas was going rounds like, and I feel like they did way more minutes than like all the other fights. Right, right, right. But uh, Blakely, that uh, that Blakely fight. My 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 Mike Fink and Blakely. Yeah, yep. Fink and Blakely. When that he was knocked him good, down, he got up. He knocked only him because down. it was so much. <laughs> goofy shit that happened <laughs> like 
think like at the end of the round, he like, where my vape at? <laughs> like, I'm like, bro, you about to vape and then go back in here for two Man, more you minutes. Want a nut. Yeah, and Blakely, yeah. Blakely had a real nice knockout. Caught him, caught him clean as clean. hell. That was probably my favorite knockout of the night, too. <laughs> right, right. But no, my favorite was probably uh Savon and Savon. Savon been knocking niggas out in yardables for years. Man. <laughs> he, I ain't gonna lie. And I think he did that shit in jeans too. He did, <laughs> yeah. Skinny I jeans. He was and he was jeans. drinking. Yeah, bro. Double B button on that nigga, bro. He yeah, he put cuz down. Yeah, he uh he actually used to box. I don't know if he's still a box, but yeah, he, he he really could throw them things. I was like, and you know the crazy thing is I was at Duffy's one night and and the mayor of the chase, Travis, wanted smoke with Savon. I said, You better get your head punched off, my boy. Yeah, that was probably that was probably a good business decision, you know. Yeah, for him. You don't feel certain things when you're drunk, but you always feel them the next morning sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta I, mean, I wouldn't out. know, but yeah, you gotta look out for sober you. That's yes, what I had to start yeah. doing. You gotta look out for sober you. Right. Drunk me used to do some bullshit. Man, <laughs> he I never think... had to deal with the consequences. Right, you're right. <laughs> That's nuts. So uh with the sober you, you a dad now. Yeah. You got two boys. Two big ass boys. Bro. Cute boys, too. Yeah. They're beautiful. Grocery list longer than a motherfucker. I'm Man. telling you, they love to eat. They love to waste lunchables. Like, bro, it ain't a Bro, so many wasted nuggets. But kids is great. My boys are great. I love them. What was they, the biggest transition from being like a hot boy, city boy, to a father now? Caring father. Uh, biggest biggest thing was you. I had to stop being selfish. Like I had to realize that there were two other individuals that I was going to pretty much have to put before myself. Right. Uh, sharing food. That was <laughs> another big change. I was not ready for that shit. And sometimes you got to give your kid your last nugget, even though you know they're not going to appreciate it as much as you. Hurt your so, soul, huh? Man, you know, but that's that's just, you know, part of parenting. You know, you got to sacrifice. Y'all right. know I love my food. But, yeah, my boys definitely, uh, they definitely changed me up for sure because I'm definitely way more mellow than I used to be. Yeah. Do you think that uh, it helps motivate you too? Motivation, absolutely. But... At the end of the day, you know, you, you got to do that shit regardless. Like, right. And, you know, even if even if I didn't have my boys, you know, I would still have to, you know, provide for myself. So they, like like you said, yeah, it, it definitely does give you a little bit more motivation, especially because they're getting older now. They're forming sentences. They're saying no, you know. They're right. getting on my nerves. Right. <laughs> yeah, that All too. The yeah, shit. for sure. But but you're absolutely right, bro. You def- It definitely I makes feel it a little it. harder. Yeah, now the thing is, is like with uh, I haven't I met like you know Tootie, but I didn't re- really meet uh, Case until we were at uh, Palmer's for the Fourth of July, and I instantly hit a bond with them. Like I hit <laughs> yes with boy, the yes, yes boy, yes boy, yes boy. Yes boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he gonna be the one. Like he gonna be the heartbreaker. Like yeah, he Kaysen, pretty boy. Case the one, bro, and his temper is kind of crazy. Like with Case being younger than Tootie, Case is actually the bully. Oh. Like sometimes, sometimes I have to tell Tootie. To mop Kaysen because <laughs> Kaysen be real disrespectful. Like, what he be doing? Like pulling his hand? Oh head? man, let me like, I, I, I can tell you this story. Like one day I was just chilling on my day off, like, you know, day off with dad. And I'm chilling with both boys in the bed. And Kaysen, for literally no reason, just smacks the shit out of Tootie's back. Like, <laughs> open just, hands, like, I felt. I wonder where he got that from, Stan. I wonder where he got that from, Stan. DNA, don't play. But yeah, and I felt so bad for Tootie. I was like, Tootie, 
pop him. I'm like, get, get him. Because, yeah. you know, you don't want your kids to be a sucker. Right. But you don't want them to be bullies either. Right. And, you know, you know, casing, you know, that big brother, little brother shit. It's usually the big brother beating up on the little one. And, and Tootie's a big boy. He's a big boy. But my boys love, man. Like, that's, and that's, that's a, that's one of, like, the best things about, you know, being a parent is when your kids, like, always, like, choose love over hate. Because, you know, mm. kids, they they don't really know what's going on, grand scheme of things, you know. So they could easily just be on some bullshit, right. you know, and just, like, fuck around and, you know, hit kids and do shit like yeah. that. But, like, my boys love, you know. They give hugs to strangers. They say hi to everybody. That's so that's up. why it is hard for Tootie to flex casing. Right. But it's only a matter of time. I mean, you he know, like, yeah. they, they are brothers. Like, and yeah. that's going to happen, just like me and my brothers. Like, right. we, we always had to go at it, too. There you go. But eventually, you know, casing will come around. He'll lighten up. Yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure. Now, do you be eating their fruit snacks? Absolutely. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> like, I could easily grab a water on my way to work, but why wouldn't I grab, like, two high C's? You why know what not? I'm What's like, up? Good and money. sometimes I'll just grab both. Because, like I said, they not they don't appreciate that shit. Not much. yet. Not yet. Not yet. So I'm still at that I'm still at that level where I can eat the fruit snacks and they not cussing me out. Like, right, Dad, why right. the fuck you? Wait till they hit Dibble. Dibble dinosaurs yeah. are going to yeah. be on your ass. <laughs> yeah, the game going to change. Right. But now, like, with weekends like these, you know, like sometimes you know mom dad take the kids you know you got time to yourself uh how does that affect you like do you get like a little anxiety or do you think that's more of like a decompression thing like when my kids are like when my mom gets yeah yeah uh it's definitely not anxiety (laughs) like you know because when you are with your kids like all you know when you out of work boom you with your kids you know a lot of people wish they had that break, you know. Mm. So I don't really try to take it for granted because I know a lot of parents. You gonna miss the stage, exactly. And I know a lot of parents who literally have to be with their kids like nonstop. They don't get that break where it's like you know, grandma calls and is like, "Hey, I'm gonna just take the kids for the weekend." And my mom does it once every, you know, she does it like a weekend out of the month, which is great. And uh, sometimes, you know, I get those weekends off, so I like to just go crazy. And, you know, smack just, people. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> But now, like, uh, Missy, like, you know, when, when my mom has the boys, uh, you know, she's always like, I miss them. Like, as soon as they leave, yeah. like, I'd be like, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. And I just don't get, like, the thing is, is, like, I met your uh, your kids, like, a handful of times, and I get attached to those little kids, you know what I'm saying? But I, I don't get how people cannot take care of their kids or not want to see them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that was one of, that was one of the biggest things, too. Like, you know, re- when you reflect, like, when you're just laying there watching your kids sleep, you're like, damn, how could anyone part-time this shit? Exactly. Like, you see your kids like once a week, bro. Like, you know, I I could I couldn't do it. Like I could not do it. I could not imagine only seeing my kids once a week. Right, right, right. Me. For sure. So yeah, so w- what are your future plans now? Future plans, man, stay out of jail. <laughs> Just like <laughs> that's literally the goal. Like my mom is so like, you know, stay out of jail. Uh stay out of jail, keep my bills paid. Um Keep my kids alive. It's yep, always, yep, yep. Uh, That's it. It's always a good one. I probably should have put that one first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can Play go back and retrack. Yeah. But yeah, that's really just a plan, man. I'm just really trying to stay focused. Like, right. especially with my job. I'm almost certified. I got like three more months left. Uh, so that's really, that's really all I'm trying to work on. And then after that, 
trying to find a new house somewhere yeah. out in the sticks. Yeah, I feel like just kind of unplugged from everybody, or just nah. I like the stars, man. Like, <laughs> I love. I know, right? Everyone always is kind of like, nigga, what? The yeah. stars, kid. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's different. Like, and I didn't notice it until I went camping one time, like you know, up north. Yeah. And when it's not a lot of light, you know, those stars, you see more of them. They're brighter. Like, it's, this shit is amazing. Nutty. So I just always told myself, like, you know, if I there's nothing wrong with living in the city at all. Right. But if I had my preference, I would just want to live out the way because I mean, that's cool and all until you see the only internet service you can get is WoW or Frontier, you know well, what I'm saying? We're not trying to go like Napoleon Grass <laughs> Lake, my guy. <laughs> Napoleon is a motherfucker. Man. You don't get no service, bro. Verizon is Verizon, that's it. <laughs> oh, literally. Like, and you got to have good credit for that. Yeah, good, good credit. <laughs> or a down payment, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, me and you used to go crazy with these frosters that be coming oh, in. Man. Oh, the my scammy God. scammy scam. Shout out to the scammers out there. Bro, they go, they go out yeah, here. They, yeah, because you that shit is hard. It I is hard. Lie. That scamming shit, niggas can talk all they want, but at the end of the day, that shit is hard. If you, if you got enough work ethic to... Bust these different states down and drive and do all this traveling to get all these iPhones and shit. Go crazy, Kevin. Go crazy. I mean, go except crazy. when the... I mean, the, you're not going to pull that shit on me. But <laughs> right, but yeah. But go crazy, Kevin. Exactly. But it's crazy. Like, the amount of effort they put in, like, they be they, they begin these homeless boys. Well, would you really call it effort, though? Because you get some motherfuckers who literally just come in, like, I need eight iPhones. Like, <laughs> I need... I'm actually trying to get four iPhones. Like, yeah, one dude. Oh, what are the other three for? Oh, for my kids. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, no. Throw no. me a little curveball yeah, at least. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, what color Bring y'all a got? Old white lady in there. So, <laughs> like, make, make the finesse seem a little more smooth, bro. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just blatant. That's just asking to get caught, low yeah, key. Man. Bring Ethel through. <laughs> Now, what was your uh, go-to for deterring the fraud and whatnot? No. I, you know, I got to keep it professional. No. I know you're I reckless. just shut them down. <laughs> I mean, not like that, but I just be like, uh, looks like you didn't get approved. You know, like just throw them for one of them. Try the corporate store. <laughs> yeah, try the corporate store. You know, I never really hit them with the systems are down or, you know, none of that. Because at the end of the day, if you're doing dirt, back. yeah, if you're doing dirt and I tell you, you know, I ain't about to fuck with you, that, all right, on to the next one, you know? Period. I never really met anyone that, argue with me or anything but you know i feel like it's kind of all about how you word it break it down to them yeah. yeah i mean it's crazy i mean there's people you there's a professional way of doing it then you got the darius way of doing and it sometimes i'll even like if if i know like they really run a game i'll just hit them with it like right bro like it ain't working ain't here. the spot no and then, and go across the street like, yeah and it honestly it cuts 10 minutes of bullshit out, you yeah, know? Yeah, like you, you don't got to call like, out the I'm plans. Wait. Yeah, you could easily be like, I'm waiting for the system to load or something. Just, no. <laughs> not, Time to not, go. Not here. Right. Yeah, not today. But no, it's funny. Like, the way that Darius does it, Darius just tells him to get a job. I'm like, get a, damn. Nigga, <laughs> this is my job. <laughs> <laughs> Darius got that good union, so he can say- pay for these iPhones. I need these iPhones. Please, let me walk out with them. But it's nuts, because uh, he was telling me a story at one time- uh, he, he, these these kids came in. They had like Albion, you know, you know, hoodies on. It's like, oh, they just some students, you know. They want to get some iPhones. He's like, all right, cool. And then he, he sees them go to the bus stop. He's like, oh fuck, two more kids walking on to the same shit. He's like, well, you got me one time. You're gonna get me again. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that that scamming shit though. It's it's been going for a minute though. So Pe- people don't guys. give up on that. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it ain't as hot now, but I mean. 
definitely when that new iPhone 11 comes out or whenever it is, uh, they're definitely gonna be trying to get that one. Yeah, go crazy, <laughs> boys. You're not guilty until you get, you know, until you get caught. So you get caught. Hell yeah. So, uh, let me ask you this. Um, from you work at the the RX Optical. Is that what it is now? RX. Yep. Is that the most professional professional job you had right now? <laughs> it would definitely be the most professional job. <laughs> Now. But what exactly do you do? Because I be seeing you with the lab coat, and I see you making uh, lunchables in the back and hot pockets. <laughs> it's all it's all optics, really. Like at the end of the day, it is sales. But uh, there's a lot of information you got to know as far as like prescriptions and insurance and what prescriptions will go in certain frames. You know, minus high minus prescriptions. You know, plus prescriptions. There's just a lot of shit you got to know. So when I first got the job. I felt like I was way in over my head. Like you were I had stressing. Some, I was stressing. Like I was, you know, this shit was just not making sense to me at all. And then they told me there was math. Like it's a rat. Math. Like I was one of them motherfuckers who was like, I'm never gonna use math again. <laughs> like th- there's calculators. Like what right. the fuck is going on here? But uh, after you know, I just really just had to put my nose to the pavement, and I just, you know, my dad, he definitely uh gave me some strong words of encouragement because <laughs> I ain't gonna lie them first two weeks you know I was hiding in the bathroom like you know like <laughs> as far as doing adjustments I'm sweating you know it's 20 minutes this lady's waiting on her glasses I still ain't fixing these bitches yet because like you got to do a lot of adjusting you know especially with like progressives like no line bifocals like you know if they they have their eyes have to be set at a certain spot or mm. you know fishbowl effect you know so it's a it is a lot of information they pump into you like that those first three months but it all got easier you know i got comfortable you you know and it's you know working with different type of people like certain certain things in the outside world you know i kind of try not to talk about at work because you know some of these people they most certainly don't have the same views as me you know so I just try to tell the line because me, I'm outspoken and I, <laughs> not trying to lose my job for you. Right? Know. Didn't you get yelled at because you laughed at a customer one time over there? <laughs> yeah, that was probably like the first time I, I really realized, like, all right, this is not Metro and this is not Best Buy. Like, this lady was tripping on me for something that was a hundred percent like out of my control, and uh, she's snapping at me. And at the end of the day, I kind of understand it. You know, like your glasses are Let fucked it out. up. You have to see. Like, you know, vision is cool. And, uh, you know, she was just a little irritated. But at the same time, it wasn't my fault. So she's snapping and I just start laughing because what else am I going to do? I can't <laughs> hang up on her. I can't be like, What did she up. say when you laugh? Like, Oh, just you are so unprofessional. Like, are you laughing at me? <laughs> like, I'm glad what I'm going through, you know, like just one of those situations. Oh, like, man. And my coworker came up to me because she had called back and she was like, bro, you can't do that. Oh, <laughs> like, we got that little talk. Like, yeah, I'll like, get you an email, yeah, a take, strong yeah. email. Like, I don't know what the fuck y'all was doing. Over <laughs> <laughs> we don't do this shit here, oh player. Oh my god! But so, do people really be spending good cash on these frames? You said, bro, like oh, good by, cash by far, bro. Vision insurance is probably the biggest wreck. Imagine being born. Imagine being born, and you have to pay uh like hundreds of dollars every year just to see. Like, just imagine getting blessed with shitty vision, and then you got to have vision insurance to pay upwards of $100, $300, $400 to get glasses. Like, Damn. 
these frames are not cheap at all. Versace, you know? Versace, Versace. Yeah, like uh, you know, our frames, our frames are really nice, but you know, vision insurance, big racket. You know, Damn. it's a scam. I just don't think that. I mean, but you got vision insurance. Look at you. I do have vision. Well, <laughs> I work at an eye doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you plugged in. But they, yeah, they get you together. You know, like I definitely uh. I definitely love my job, but vision insurance and like people that don't have vision insurance who have to pay hundreds of dollars for glasses, I do feel for them. Like okay. I definitely do. Cause right, that, right. Don't be me, laughing. At yeah, to me that shit ain't fair. Like, damn, you got you didn't pick these eyes. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Big ups, God. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Thanks, pal. For sure. For sure. So, staff, we at the end of the podcast now. What do you want to leave the world with? Uh. What do I want to stay out of jail? <laughs> Brush Reiterate. your damn teeth. <laughs> nah, just man, just everybody, everybody, just focus on the simple things. Focus on you know trying to make your life better every day. That's really all I can say. Like you know, keep hate out your heart, love over hate all the time. That's that's go. it. Be a good human being. Do good to you. Good will come back to you. Period. Staff. Thank you so much for doing this, dog. We'll, once we get the video podcast going, we'll get you back on again. I appreciate it, man. It was a pleasure. My man.